Welcome to Splainin', the podcast where two guys explain things to each other that they should know, but they don't. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm Jeff Sims. And I'm Evan Smith. Evan, welcome to episode 12, buddy. Welcome to episode 12. A huge mild, mild, mild stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the mild stone, please. Not too, not too hot. That's what they should have nicknamed milestones because it kept closing down. <laughs> oh, milestones! Lest we forget, that wasn't even a COVID casualty. No, that was a that was a just mild casualty. Yeah, well, look at you go. Mm. Yeah, um, it's Sunday night. It's Sunday night in the Smith House. Woo-woo. Parties are Woo-woo. happening. Not true. Woo-woo. No, not um, true. it's nine thirty and we're both sleepy. Yeah, very very <laughs> sleepy. We had to turn the mics up because I was like, I don't feel like projecting tonight. <laughs> My family's all asleep, except for my toddler. The baby monitor's here, so if you hear some really... Ex- I was just telling Jeff, like, when he is in this mood, <laughs> he's like like radio announcer, like, energy. Yeah. Like, you go up, and like, what can I get you, buddy? It's like, some juice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, so I was like, uh, is this good? Yeah! <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Cold. You know the park? The park next to my house? <laughs> Briar, Briar Park? The park next to my house? <laughs> Go to the swings. I swing really high. Really, really high. Really high. Oh, funny. Funny. Yeah, so welcome to Sunday, buddy. We made it. Another week. Another week. We Do had you, an exciting week, actually. Do you consider the end of your week Sunday? Or- no, Sunday is the beginning of the work day, of the work week. So it's Do you think so? It is. What do you mean it is? Well, like, it goes Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like... That's how the calendar works, and that's how the work week works. There are calendars that start on Mondays. Whose calendar? I've seen calendars that start on Saturdays. No, wait. The British calendar. I'm looking this up right now. Who you got some splaining? The British calendar starts on a different day. Like it's off. It's placed mm. by one day. And I'm like, because one day I was reading a calendar and somebody had it British wise, and I was like, what? British wise, and I was like, why does the calendar start <laughs> like that? British weekly calendar start day. The internet's a fantastic tool. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. Yes, I told you that. See, the misconception is that Monday is the beginning of the week because Monday is the day when you first go to school and back to work. You usually have your weekend of Saturday, Sunday. So the perception is Monday through through Friday and then Saturday, Sunday. And the week always starts on Saturday or on, on Monday. But no, the week starts on Sunday. It goes Sunday to Saturday. But it, like, but the work week doesn't. Well, like your work week, like if you work a Monday to Friday, nine to five, no. But when you look at a schedule for work, if any other context, it's Sunday through Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Hmm. Yeah. Something to do with Gregorian. I don't know. This seems like another episode, and we're, mas- uh, we're wasting great material. <laughs> You're there Googling it. I don't know if we're wasting great material, but we're definitely wasting time. So. <laughs> yeah, please don't stop the episode. I promise it's going to get better. I can don't you, can promise. Can you make that promise? Can you make that promise this early promise. on? No. And you know what? It, no, it's going to be a good episode. I'm very excited about both of these topics. I'm super excited. Um, I think you're first. I think I am first. Um, and it's a send-in, right? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, not even kind of. Someone sent it Someone in. Someone sent it in, but, but we did talk about it beforehand. And we talked about it beforehand, and also it's something that I've been interested in forever. Yes. Um, it was definitely uh, an interesting topic look up, that's for sure. Is it Leah who sent it in? Yeah, Leah sent it yeah. in. So Leah sent us an email at info.splainin.gmail.com, and she <laughs> sent us a formal email, which is great. And it uh, came up with all these topics, which is fantastic. And the one that I'm going to explain to Evan today 
is the Illuminati. Ah, uh, yeah. Bum, yeah! <laughs> Cold! Cold! <laughs> Illuminati! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Uh, yeah, I... So, I think my introduction to Illuminati was probably the Da Vinci Code. I think everybody's was. Yeah. Because yeah. I... Well, the first time I saw that movie, I was like, oh... This is this is everything. I yeah. love this. Oh yeah, it's super right? super interesting. They yeah. really romanticized it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the movie describes it like perfectly. Yeah. Like at the end of it, and I'm not going to spoil it now, but I'm going to. Do you want me to tell turn. you what I think I know? Uh, why not? Sure. So you just normally ask me. You're okay, like Evan, you, you always say us. you always say as usual. Evan, as usual, tell us what do you think the Illuminati? Are um, is? so some sort of organization. Starting with the Knights of the something, not round table, but okay. like the p- p- starts with a P. Okay. Pagan, not pagan. I mean, you're wrong, but yeah. keep guessing. Something to do with Knights, I thought. Knights Templar. Something to do with this, Knights Templar. Anyway, and there's something to do with like descendants of Jesus. I'm misreciting the plot of the Da Vinci Code, aren't I? I think, no, well, actually, the Da Vinci Code is uh, the descendants of Jesus and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. I think Inferno, or what's the other one? Oh, yeah, I think it's Inferno. There's another one that's about the Illuminati. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting my plots mixed up. Either or way, maybe. it's some. I know that they like. There's conspiracy theories with the Illuminati, wherein like there's still Illuminati around now, and they're controlling like basically the world. Yeah. But also, the Illuminati did exist. It it, it was an organization of people. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's kind of it. Okay, but well, I I want to know lots of things about them. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, it all began. Are they, wait, one more question. Oh, Jesus. Are the Illuminati like... Are like Illuminati. The, are, Illuminati. Are they derived from the Freemasons, like with the eye and stuff? Interesting. How about you just wait? <laughs> I got... 17. Interesting. Shut your face. 7, 7, 17. No, wait. 7, 7, 17, 76. Jeff, Do-do-do-do-do. Jeff, stop. What? Look at my page right now. Are we the same? <laughs> I have written down 17, s s 17 we're the same person. Wow. I mean, we did watch Disney Plus or Hamilton Disney Plus twice this week. And we also love Hamilton. Yeah. But still, we've we're, never done it before. We're friendships. Both the same week. Yeah. But okay. anyways, it happened in 1776. I've already done it. Yeah. So it started in 1776. New ideas of rationalism, religious freedom, and universal human rights competed with the Catholic Church's heavy influence over public affairs. What was this the founding of? Wait, what? It was a question for you. What was these things the founding of? What were these things? The list of things I just... Were you listening? <laughs> I don't think so. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to go. The okay, worst. wait. Say it again. It sounded like a confusing sentence. Okay, here we go. I'm sure the listeners need it again as well. Right, 17. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five, six, seven, seven eight. eight. Seven, okay. New ideas of rationalism, religious freedom, and universal human rights competed with the Catholic Church's heavy influence over public affairs. Mm. What were these the founding of? The founding of... uh, The Declaration of Independence of U.S. breaking off from England. Come on, man. Oh. Yeah. Psych! (laughs) Across the Atlantic in Bavaria in Germany... Adam Weishaupt, a German professor inspired by French philosophy under these pretenses, started the Illuminati. Okay. At the exact same time as the U.S. was branching off from England and starting right. their own declaration, so was Adam Weishaupt creating the Illuminati. So the Illuminati obviously comes from the Latin word for enlightenment. 
Okay. That's not obvious, but go on. Okay. Uh, to illuminate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that much, yeah. Sure. Uh, they were centered around the ideas of secularism, secularism, uh, rational thought, and he also wanted to protect these thoughts during the prosecution of science and the free thought from the Catholic Church. Okay. Yeah. So... During these times, it was very uh, common for people to create secret groups. Right. As, like you just said, the Freemasons. Right. Where they create the secret society where people would gather and share thoughts that were outside the norm of what was happening. Because it was like super strict conservative religion. Exactly. Right. And a lot of, uh, and I mean, we know this as a fact now. That the Catholic Church would prosecute people for thoughts of science and ideas of, of stuff like that, right? Wait till I talk to you about my topic today. Yeah, we are linked. We are linked. You've buddy. said four things that I'm basically going to say. So well, far. we can just skip your topic altogether. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, good, great. Um, Take your time then. I I intend. To. <laughs> don't I always? Uh, don't I always? Let's just beat around the bush a bit on this. Um, so obviously they wanted to protect these prosecutions and 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 uh, their free thought and be able to talk about these things and so they uh, created the Illuminati. Okay. At first, he actually tried to join the Freemasons, which were a group established at the time. first. Yep. Okay. To share his views, but unfortunately, he was too broke and he could not afford the entry fee. Oh. They wouldn't let him in. Yeah, it was actually quite sad. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he formed his secret group of his own and called it the Order of the Illuminati. <laughs> I'm going to start my own group. Yeah, screw, screw you guys. guys. <laughs> I'm the Illuminati. And it's only five cents to get in. <laughs> the He-Man Woman Hangers Club. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so the original group, uh, like I just said, was focused on anti-religion, science-based thinking, mm. uh, self-knowledge, self-improvement, social reform, and free thought. Uh, obviously, this became a huge threat to the conservatives and the church, so they tried to put a stop to it. Right. Okay. Weishaupt created his secret society to shine a light on the shortcomings of the church's ideologies. He's modeled aspects of the society after the Freemasons. Okay. He eventually actually was able to join the Freemasons and continue to work on his parallel society. Yeah, once he got all the entry fees for the Illuminati. Exactly. He used that as a down payment to get into the other place. <laughs> He took the equity dis- out of that. He disbanded the Illuminati right away. He was like, no, I got to the Masons now. Yeah, I got that. You got to yeah. see you later. Yeah. Free Masons, my whole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even afford to get in. Free me ass. <laughs> so anyways, he, he, he joined it and was working on his parallel society, and he ended up recruiting from within their ranks. Right. So he was kind of like stealing a bunch of them. Sure. Uh, early members became the ruling members and council, calling themselves... Uh, Arupagus. Or Arupagus. Oh. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Arupagus. Arupagus. Um, one of these members was known was a known Freemason, Adolf uh, Knich. Um, with Knich's help, the Illuminati expanded their numbers, gained influence inside of many Masonic chapters, and incorporated Masonic rituals. Okay? Okay. By 1784, there were over 600 members and claimed to be within 2,000 within all of Europe. Okay. Many of these, similar to the Freemasons, included a lot of scholars, politicians, and the wealthy. Right. Okay. Uh, so as obviously the Illuminati gained, gained traction, so did the American Revolution. Okay. Thomas Jefferson would later cite Weishaupt as being an inspiration. Interesting. Mm, kind of linking the two. Uh, European monarchs and clergy feared the same revolution to happen within many parts of Europe as did from the U.S. from England. Right. So they originally saw, um, uh, they found the secret societies and they actually tried to put a huge 
stop to it. So obviously it sooner became no longer a secret society. Right. It was well known to both the uh, the higher-ups, the clergy, the church, also all the Freemasons, all the Illuminati. It was kind of a spoken, unspoken society, okay. right? Um, but they, it was very well known that they were drawing from the wealthy, the powerful, and the elite. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, some ideas were bumping heads. Right. So while the Catholic Church was trying to rule certain things, the people who were actually making the decisions, like the politicians, the elite, the ones who had the power and the money, right. were being influenced by the Illuminati and the Freemasons. Right, and the church was depending on these wealthy people to fund their shit. Exactly. Okay. So um, they believed them to be a threat. A threat. A threat. By <laughs> seventeen, they believed them to be a threat. Believe them to be a threat. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Uh, do, you know, s- do you know the Princess Bride? Yeah. Okay. By seventeen eighty four, Duke Carl Theodore of Bavaria banned all secret societies. Okay. It was like no more clubs. That's it. We're shutting her down. Uh, Just nine years after their creation, the group's records, all their writings, everything were ceased, and Weishaupt was forced to exile. Okay. The Illuminati became more notorious in their afterlife than they ever did during their normal stint. Okay? Oh. Yeah. A conservative authors claimed the Illuminati had obviously survived their banishment. What year was this they were banished? 17. 1784. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In the U.S., preacher uh, Jedediah Morris promoted similar ideas that the Illuminati had actually uh, survived their banishment and would put in conspiracies and base them around the Illuminati against whatever government at the time. Okay. So although the idea of a secret group or society is orchestrating uh, political upheaval, it's still alive today. There's actually no evidence at all that the Illuminati survived. Right. But since then... Since then. But wow. the ideas that spurred Weishaupt to found the Illuminati still spread, becoming the basis for many Western governments today. Okay. So everything they, they used to discuss in secret became the foundation for all of these democratic stuff and, and right. free thinking and human rights. And separating and church science. and state. and Exactly. Yeah, That's right. all the stuff that they discussed. Right. So it's very easy for people to be like, no, they stayed together and they just moved about the free world. They moved out of Bavaria and went to more West or more right. East and stuff and just kind of spread, right? Okay. Um. These ideas did not start or end with the Illuminati. Instead, it was one community that represented a wave of change that was already underway when it was founded. Sure. Yeah. So that's just kind of the basis of uh, Illuminati, kind right. of how they started and where they went. Right. So that is formally in the textbooks done. Fact. That is an actual fact. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, multi or um, a multitude of different records yep. that coincide with the Illuminati records to prove that they were actually a thing. No okay. one made what I just said up. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's actually super interesting because all of these things kind of link together and it's actual truth. So, yep. And that's where it kind of sp- it spans from. And that's sort of where the truth ends. The, mean, the facts end. The facts end, okay. exactly. So now we get into the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it starts. We start seeing some hanky panky. Okay. Now, I want to. <laughs> just I wanna, favorite term. I just want to just give everyone an idea of the sacrifice I made in order to provide this information for you today. <laughs> I've heard you complain about it more than once. Yes. I simply Googled Illuminati, and ever since, my IP address has been compromised. 
<laughs> like I YouTube video, like what are the Illuminati? And the shocking amount of clickbaity videos, ads that would come up. And now my Facebook and my Google ads and everything is just shocking. It, I, I can't well, get over Well, because you've also done Watergate. You've uh, also done Area 51. Area 50, pyramids and alien <laughs> existence. <laughs> like the government so, yeah. is watching me. Oh, yeah. They're concerned about me. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned about me. Yeah. Yeah, the U.S., like the next time you try to go to Florida, the U.S., you'll, you'll be stopped at the border. No, no, no. The next time I yeah. try to go to U.S., they're going to welcome me with open arms. <laughs> if I try to go anywhere else in the U.S., they're going to kick yeah. me out. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the sacrifice I've made for everybody. Mm-hmm. Also, a funny side note before I dive in. Uh, like the types of ads that came up for these videos, they were tailored spe- to a specific audience. Mm. And one of the ads, and I'm, it might be a little risque, but I think it's funny. The ad literally started with, <laughs> she won't respond to your texts. And is like, here's a six-way, six you know, surefire way to ensure that she will respond to your texts. And not only will she respond to your texts, that you will be able to date her. And I was like, what? And obviously, I didn't click skip ad. I was like, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, first... You text her, hey, I have a huge favor. Can you help me with the favor? Question mark. And then when she says, yeah, what's the favor? You ghost her for two days. And then after that, when you follow step three, after a three-month trial, we'll tell you step three. And you'll be able to get any girl you've ever wanted. I was like, this is hilarious. It is specifically tailored yeah. to the kind of people who would specifically do that. Who, who are sitting at home looking up Illuminati yep. every night. Can't get a girl to text them. Yeah. Anyways, I thought it was very funny and worth adding. Yep, sure. Sad. Also. Sad but true. Okay, so let's get into Hanky Panky. Okay. So in the 1920s, fascists uh, believed that the Jews were part of the Illuminati trying to take over the world. Yep. Part of their, I guess, scapegoating scheme to try to uh, do what they did, obviously, in World War II. Uh, At the end of World War II, anti-communists believed the Illuminati were a group of communists trying to take over the world. Right. Okay. Most recently, the conspiracies are centered around what they call a new world order. Similarly, a group of elitists trying to take over the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they believe the Illuminati seek to make a dominant one world totalitarian government. Okay. In a, in a recent 2013 U.S. poll by Public Policy Poll, 28% of voters believe in the existence of a new world order and a society centered to try to create a one totalitarian world governed by an elite okay so like <laughs> the sounds that just came out sounded like i was acting i'm acting surprised so what you mean is like one government for lack of a better term that would oversee the world yeah sure but it would be like like a fascist like oh yeah obviously totalitarian yeah right um because you'd have to take over every country first exactly yeah buy your find the bottom of that bottle some fast <laughs> Focus, give me that there. You just keep talking. I'll just keep drinking. Yeah. I'm going to have nothing left when it's your turn to talk. Uh, so, theory number one came by Mark Kornk. Kornk. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Spell it. K-O-E-R-N-K-E. K-O-E-R-N-K-E. Kornk. Kornk. <laughs> you made the exact same noise I made. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Kornk. <laughs> Kornk. Have you ever seen another sidebar? I'm sorry. This is going to be a long episode. Have you ever seen the Carol Burnett show? No. Oh, it's brilliant. And do you know who Tim Conway is? No. Okay, well, he's this brilliant comedian who was on the Carol Burnett show in the 70s. And what they would do every 
skit that they would do because they'd have like it was a variety show so like every episode would have like a bunch of different skits yeah so what they would do is they'd always do the skits as scripted and then they'd go back and let tim do whatever he wanted on the next take oh because he was just such a brilliant comedian and improviser. that sounds like a chris farley kind of thing yeah yeah so they go back and let him do it so there's this one where they're all sitting do you remember the show mama's family used to come on no oh god anyway so they're doing. That's where the show started. Mama's family was like from skits on the Carmenette show. So Tim Conway's is like this cousin. He's talking about these. He went to this circus and there were these elephants and monkeys would come out on their trunks and dance the merengue and like all the actors are dying because they're like, where is he going with this? And then he finally gets to this thing where he's like, and like they were Siamese elephants and the elephants' trunks were stuck together so that when one of them would sneeze, the sound would be knorky. <laughs> <laughs> and by everybody, Dick Van Dyke is on the episode and everyone just hits the floor and he's still deadpan and just keeps going making it up and everyone is toast and that's what that made me think of coink coink mark coink um theory number one he believed that the illuminati was aiming towards obviously the new world order conspiracies entail involvement with the u.s government mainly the u.s president u.n and most other countries and who was the u.s president at the time uh who whomever at the time it was the 20s or something no, no, no. This is someone completely different. This, oh, is, oh. this is just a person. Oh. But he said every past, past president oh, was oh, involved oh. with the Illuminati to create the New World Order. I see. Yeah. Um, there's a video, and I'm going to show it to you afterwards, and I'm going to tell all of the listeners to go and watch it. Okay. It's a video from George Bush Sr. Sure. He's addressing, obviously, the U.S., and he's talking about a New World Order. And it's very eerie, actually. Like, when he's talking about it, oh. he's like, we will get a New World Order, and we will succeed. And it's very eerie if you like read it, listen to it under the pretense of what I just said. Right. But to say New World Order at all, yeah, is just sort of New World <laughs> Doomsday. <laughs> So much of Oliver is two shopping. weeks old tomorrow, and I'm like, how much have I slept? Who doomsday? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus. So he believes that with the coming of the new world, it will take away American rights. Mm. Obviously, it's all just about American rights. Taking about my American rights. Yeah. Uh, they're going to form an all-powerful government and to put non-Illuminati members in a camp. Okay. Run by FEMA which is a federal emergency management agency. Sure. Okay. So the connection of the symbol of the eye within a pyramid, mm. right? So the, the classic, like, when you think Illuminati, you think of a pyramid with the eye in the middle. Yeah. Which is the same pyramid with the eye on top of the American $1 bill. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like their classic, like, eerie kind of symbol that people attribute to them now. Right. Uh, but it's actually the eye of providence, or it's simply the all-seeing eye. Okay. And that's, what, that's the one that's on the $1 bill. Uh, it's not even actually the symbol of the Illuminati. Oh. The Illuminati actually use a symbol called the Owl of Minerva. Sure. McGonagall. McGonagall. Uh, many religions and political people have used the symbol of an eye to represent God or an all-seeing power. Uh, also, the Eye of Horus. What? The Eye of Horus? I don't know what that is. Didn't we, we talked about it during the pyramids. Horus is the son of uh, Zeus? I mean, aren't they all? But he's the, <laughs> he's the, the god of sight or something, and he's often depicted as an eagle. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. So his thing is, as an eagle, he can fly up high and see everybody. He's the god of sight. He has the eye. That's his The symbol. eagle's eye. The eagle's eye. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so the eye of Horus. Uh, so on the dollar bill, 
right? The $1 bill. Mm. The pyramid has 13 steps, right. which originally represent the first 13 colonies to join the new U.S. Sure. The only connection there could be to the conspiracy centered around pyramids and the mysteries surrounding them. Right, mm. the U.S. dollar symbolizes the thirteen colonies joining together under the sight and power of God. Right, as the only connection to that one dollar bill pyramid. Right. People were like Illuminati, Illuminati, symbol- Illuminati under the one dollar bill. Oh my God! Look, they're running over the U.S. Oh my God! Yeah. They're running the Treasury, the yeah. Federal Government, the Reserve. Like Alexander Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, seventeen seventy six. Um, but that's the connection to that one. Okay. okay. Another theory is by David Ike, who believes all the world leaders, including the Queen, the Clintons. Barack Obama are all shape-shifting lizard people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. These lizard elite. This are, is a common thing, this whole lizard people theory. The lizard elite. Yeah. Um, they are behind the Freemasons and the Illuminati. Mm. The lizard race feeds off of humans and occasionally demands human sacrifices. Yeah. The same 2013 poll states that 4% of people believe that lizard people control our society. <laughs> so sad. But also, and Joe Rogan says this perfectly, is that it's a poll. How many people are actually taking these polls? Well, yeah. So it's 4% of the dumbasses who are stupid enough to No, I know, but the fact that there's 4% of any number. But like when you look at like the US, if there's like, I don't know. How many people are in the U.S.? Oh, God. I don't know. 20, 30 million? 80 million? 20, there were 35 million people in California. Okay, well, then 100 million? I don't know. I have no idea. No. Like, there's... I was having this conversation with Tiffany the other day because we were talking about coronavirus. And she was just talking about, like, how it's crazy in the States. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I was like, it's, it's slightly less crazy than you think because, I mean, it's still... No, it's still stupid crazy. Oh, but now it is. But like, this was, like, two oh, months ago. when it first happened. Yeah. And I was like, because you look at the numbers and you go, yes, but... There are as many people in there. There are as many people in Florida as there are in Canada, the no. country. Yeah, I don't think so. Yep, looked it up. Did you? It's within like two million. Wow. Yeah, there's like thirty-five million people in Canada. There's thirty-five million people in numerous states. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The population of the states is like I don't know, pushing a billion. I would think. And regardless. Regardless. Out of those billion people, yep. how many of them are actually going to answer these polls? Yes. And out of those people who are stupid enough to answer the polls, how many of them actually think it's 4% of those dumbasses? Yeah, yeah, That's it. But still, 4% of anything is like, that's too many. That's yeah. too many percent. Exactly. For lizard people. Oh, for lizard people. Yeah. Um, so they are um, cold-blooded lizard people that transform back into their human form when they're out in society. Mm. Um, they are also responsible for all of these uh, sex rings oh. and all the child molestations and stuff and... and pro- um, the sex trading and stuff that's right. going on. Blame it on the lizard people. Blame it on the lizard people that they're responsible for it. Yeah. Part of the elitist is what they call them. Yeah. Uh, and they just take these people and they have human sacrifices. They drink their blood and that's how they're going to reign over us eventually. And they have control over the Illuminati and that's how they planted themselves into society. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, if just for a second yep. you let yourself go there, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, if just for a second you go, like, I mean, it would... Because, like, how many times do we say as, like, fairly civilized humans, how are people so sick and horrible that they can do these sex trafficking or acts yeah. that we, we can not even imagine? And we're like, so-and-so got convicted for blank. And we're they like, must how? must be lizard people from the moon so, of Draco. Yeah. So, yeah. To, yeah. so to go, wow, they're lizard people. It's like, I mean, sure. How can a person do it? How can a human do it? I, I mean... But... Obviously, they do. Like, they're not lizard people. But you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, anyways, it, they come from uh, the moon of Draco. Oh, that's, I thought you just made that up. No, I did uh, not, which is also, uh, I, I don't know if it was Latin or not. I didn't write that down, but it's probably Latin for large serpent, which... Draco Malfoy Slytherin. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Nice little tie-in. Um, so there is a deep, dark rabbit hole about the lizard people, and buddy, it is shocking. I, that's as far as I wanted to go. You're flagged enough as it is. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah I was going to turn into a lizard person. Yeah. Um, theory number three by Pat Robertson believes that the Illuminati and the New World Order are led by the Antichrist. Okay. Okay. Like uh, the devil? The Antichrist, yeah. So okay. Pat was a conservative Christian who wrote a book stating that the Illuminati and the New World Order was responsible for the French Revolution, the Communist Manifesto, and the Federalist Reserve. Federalist Reserve. All in the name of creating a new world order for the human race under the denomination and rule of Lucifer. Sure. I mean, giddy up, I suppose. Point blank, yep. Why not? Yep. Uh, Theory number four by Donald Marshall. Uh, And this is one of my favorite ones. These are just random people. They're like, what's your theory on the uh, new world order? Who's to say? (laughs) Honestly, like... Like you're saying Donald Marshall, like, but who's, like, what credentials did Donald Marshall have? He was once a lizard person. Yeah. You know? He, he works at, like, Walmart in Florida. Yep. Yeah. They all are definitely from Florida. Yeah. Um, so, what his theory is that they are killing celebrities and replacing them with cloned versions of themselves. Okay. To put them out to society to control the world through pop culture. So, most known... To be cloned versions of themselves, they're going to be Kanye West, Will Ferrell, Avril Lavigne, Eminem, Beyonce, Al Roker. Uh, there's videos that show them going into trances and weird states during interviews, and people believe them to be clones. So, like, there's, what? There's a video, and it's just silly. It's Eminem being interviewed, mm. and he's obviously being just an asshole and is trying to pretend like he's nervous on camera. So he's like blankly staring right. and like not reacting to anything. And they're like, doo, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> like, like he's Bob being, Lazar shows up and starts pointing fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I told you. But they're talking like these weird trances and stuff. Right. And like Al Roker was on the news one time and he was chatting and then someone said something. Right. And he just went blank, deadpan stare at the camera. And it was like, it was like the Manchurian candidate was right. like, they said the trigger word. Now right. he's got to go kill the president. Right. Like, right something right, like right. that. And that's what they just keep saying. And that, and the most of that comes from um, a lot of these celebrities and politicians are part of the conspiracy and part of the Illuminati. Right. That they are the founding members and they are trying to take over the world. I mean, they the- are the elite. So if they're still Illuminati, it's it's politicians and celebrities. Exactly. Yeah. So Beyonce and Jay-Z are uh, often plagued with this because Jay-Z uses the symbol. Jay-Z? Do you ever see like him do that? Over. Like, no. this, I'm, I'm making the sign of a triangle with my hands for anyone right. who's... Listen. Not watching us. Anyone who's everybody. not Evan Smith right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is his like symbol that he does all the time on okay. all his labels and all of his videos. It's also the symbol that he has for the Rockefeller Records, which is his record label. Okay. And it's the sign of the pyramid. Right. Which is the Illuminati. But it isn't. Because it's not the owl. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That, that whole misconception of the all-seeing eye of Horus. Um, the name of their child, Blue Ivy. People have claimed to be an acronym for Born Living Under Evil Illuminati's Very Youngest. <laughs> I mean, if 
only I had that much time on my hands. If only. I mean, I've got no work. The government's paying me, and I still don't have that much time on my hands. No, you're here half-assing your research the night of. I've got two children under the age of two. When you have that, come talk to me. Okay, fine. Maybe I will. <laughs> you won't, because you won't have time. <laughs> Kanye West has a necklace with the Eye of Horus on it. Okay. Uh, he also strongly affiliated with the Illuminati. And at the same top of the pyramid, Eye of the American Dollar Bill. Right. He does that a lot as well. So when do you remember when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift in the 2009 <laughs> video music? I'm going to let you finish, but... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was said that there was an initiation for Taylor Swift into the Illuminati, that she had to be publicly humiliated or hazed, similar to initiations into sororities or frats, that it was him initiating her into the Illuminati by publicly shaming her in front of people. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, other celebrities include Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Madonna, um, and many, many more. Mm. They're all flagged because in their videos or songs, there is somewhere a triangle or somewhere an eye or somewhere they do something that makes some idiot think that they're part of the Illuminati. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, you've already told me the triangle has nothing to do with the Illuminati. Nothing. So every single time they're like, oh, it's a triangle. It's like, well, then you conspiracy people, you they figured out in an afternoon yeah. that the pyramid means nothing for Illuminati. Yep. So why do they, you know, just do an ounce of research? Jeff That's has done very little. Rude. True. I've compromised my entire integrity on the internet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You've sacrificed much. Yes. Or maybe you're a lizard person. You've made a sacrifice. Oh, God. Of myself. Uh, other celeb... I already said that. So um, another is Vice Halp actually traveled to the U.S. after being exiled. Okay. Killed George Washington and took his place as an imposter. How would no one have noticed? Well, that's the thing. If you look at a picture of George Washington, you look at a picture of um, Weishaupt, and you look at the uh, American Bill where George yeah. Washington is on, they all look very similar. Oh. But... You know, how similar did they really look? I mean, presumably George Washington was married. New guy comes to bed, Mrs. Washington going no. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know. No, I don't know either. I don't know. But it's a, it's a theory. Sure. Right? And then that's how the Illuminati impregnated themselves into the U.S. Um, good use of the word impregnated. It, was it a good use? Because the second I said it, I felt really icky. Yeah, it felt dirty, but I liked it. <laughs> so that was another thing. And part of the clones is that they would kill off celebrities, replace them with lookalikes to try to do stuff. Okay. Um, so other minor um, theories include the U.S. Declaration of the Revolution, that because it was Weishaupt, that he actually did all of that. Right. And then continued to just run with American politics. Uh, that they orchestrated the French Revolution the same way they orchestrated the American Revolution. Right. Uh, rising of fascism and communism within Europe. They tried it once with fascism, didn't work. Then they tried it with communism, didn't work. Right. The assassination of JFK. Yeah. 9-11. Area 51. Pyramids. Stonehenge. <laughs> and faking of the moon landing. And every episode of Splatoon. <laughs> every episode of Splatoon has just been orchestrated by the Illuminati. So there's a, just a laundry list of things. And right. each one of those things that I mentioned, we could do a three-hour episode on. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Each one of them. Yeah. The amount of information that I had to stop myself from saying. Yeah. Um, but what I'd like to mention is similar to whether it's the Vinci Code or Inferno, whichever one it actually ends up being. Yeah. Because uh, we're obviously confusing them. Yeah. But that movie depicts it so well. Yeah. Okay. I think once upon a time, there was a secret society called the Illuminati. Well, you told me it's fact. So exactly. That, yeah. 
and they were trying to create a new world. They yeah. were trying to, amongst themselves, create the secret society to change what was happening in their world. Yeah. Okay. Whether it was for the better or for the worse, they were trying to change it. Yeah. They were frowned upon by almost everybody. Yeah. Okay. Even though we can all agree that they were probably thinking more progressively. Yes. And, and, and in the right direction. Yes. Right. But everybody hated them. Right. Okay. So that foundation of what they did. Yeah. It obviously ended them, but it carried on with everything. Yeah. So every time something were to come up in history, mm. people would use that as a fundamental means to go against it. Yes. Right? So like like it's like I just said, fascism. Yeah. Right? Communism. They use those things of like they are the Illuminati, they're the bad people, they're the underground. Like yeah. it's this idea of this underground society that's working against the the status quo. Right. Right? And it's just that it's a scapegoat. Yeah. It's, I don't know who to blame this on. Yeah. I need someone to blame. Yeah. And here's this little red flag. Yeah. So, ironically, the same Illuminati that started in 1776 mm. does not exist today. No. The, the same group of people did not carry on their legacy and so on and so forth. Right. But the idea of them yeah. still exists today. Yes. Whether it's a singularity in terms of a person acting as I'm saying on the Illuminati, right. or the ideology of Illuminati actually presenting itself in through society and in through these conspiracies, mm. and people are using it as a scapegoat and as a means to act, mm. right? So at the end of Inferno or or whatever the whichever movie it is, yeah. it ended up just being the other priest, and he was like, I don't like the direction that the church was going under. Right. Do you remember it was uh, Hugh McGregor? Yeah, he was the one who was doing everything. He was yeah. like, I don't like the way that things have been going. Right. So I went back and looked through the records, found this society called the Illuminati. I was like, screw this, this is a deadly idea. Yeah. Pretended like the Illuminati was still a thing and created this oral ordeal to right. shake things up. Yeah, and that's what I think is happening. Yeah, is that everybody? There's stuff happening. No one can explain it. Nobody wants to justify it. Yeah, all of this new world order. People have this anxiety of the elites are trying to take over and they don't know how to live their life. So they just latch on to the only logical thing that they can think of, which is, you know, human eating lizard people. Yep. And also like the whole elites are taking over thing. It's like, no, no, no. The elites are always in control because the elites have all the money. There's always a group of people who are in the room where it happens. Exactly. Making the decisions on how the rest of the world works. Exactly. It's like, how do people get elected president? Well, first, they need a shitload of money. Yeah. Where do you think they get the money from? Yeah. And like the idea of, Oh, they're like, yeah, there's a secret society, this new world order. They're all just all just conspiracing and they all just sit in the same room together and they chat and they try to manipulate the world and control the people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, how do you think government works? Exactly. But the, the Do you hope- think all of the ministers for all of the departments and all of the levels of government don't sit in a room at once and say, hey, how are we going to create policies yeah. to control and mandate people so that we have order and civilization? Yeah. That is literally what we do. That's literally government. But the goal is they're doing it in the best interest of the people. Yes, not to create a new world order. Yes. Doomsday! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, there's a lot... Yeah. Uh, to this. We need to rewatch The Da Vinci Code. We need to start doing like watching parties together. I mean, we can. Okay, well, I was interested in it. You don't have to be. It's fine. No, but I mean like in, in, in what? Like explaining? <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. Not like let's start the oh. record button and be <laughs> watch like, a movie <laughs> watch a movie together. But <laughs> you're going to try to talk about like, shh, shut up. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I just mean like you and I should be like things that come up in the podcast that we find interesting and interest us. Like when I watched JFK the other week, I was like, I should be watching this with Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. not that we need to then go podcast that. No. But when, when I go then talk about it, you can also comment on it. And also, like, even if you, even if we don't bring it up to the podcast at all, just like you and I being able to talk about it would be interesting. I agree. Yep, that's all. Spending time with you is fun. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, any questions, concerns, issues on the Illuminati? I don't think so. Other I, than the obvious ones, which is it's I mean, the only thing that you said that could possibly to someone be bullshitty is lizard people, but I know it's not because oh, I've no. heard lizard people so many times. The, uh, things. the lizard elite. Brooklyn Nine Nine has a whole lizard people thing. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's unfortunately a real concern for a lot of people. Yeah. and this sex ring, especially with Wayfair and with the pizza scandal. I don't know either I, of those things. Have you heard Pizzagate? No, but we can't talk about it now. But you need to tell me about it later. Oh yeah, just well, it's it's exactly as it sounds. All of these like Jeffrey Epstein, like all of these people who are connected to him, and all of these elitists that they're saying, and these lizard people. It's all just a bunch of sex trading of minors. And What's all- Pizzagate? So Pizzagate is the code word that they used. Oh. And people are, oh man, I, don't, I, can't, I can't get into it like yeah. fully, but they've uncovered emails, which are obviously fake. Right. Like obviously fake between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Right. Uh, emailing themselves back and forth, back and forth about going to pizza together. And there's code words and the code words represent different things. Like for instance, like, Pepperoni pizza is a little boy, and a side of French fries is a little girl, and a milkshake is no, a little boy and a little girl. No, once. no, no. And they're like, I can't wait tonight to have a large pepperoni pizza that you've provided. No, with such no, 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 no. I'm not into that at all. You're not into the idea of them doing it. You're not, I'm not into, into the conspiracy that, that exists either, buddy. Listen, I'm not going to name names, but there are people that I know are putting it on Facebook, and it's a lot. That's a quick. Not unfriend, but unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah. Not interested. I'm not interested in if you are going to actually push that agenda forward, even by sharing it. Is with, uh, if you're sharing it and not saying this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, yeah. I'm unfollowing you. Yeah. And well, there, they even, there was like, there was Pizzagate, there was uh, one. Like, well, it's all about, like, sex trafficking rings. Yeah. And, like, um, child pornography, like, all those kinds of things. Centered then, around Jeffrey Epstein. The most horrible thing that the planet has ever had and going on ever. So do we need to then exacerbate that with other bullshit? Like, do we need to be like, here are some people who are running for president who we're going to say are... Like, no, no, no. It's horrible enough. Let's just stick to the facts and let's try and figure it out and make sure it never happens ever. Yeah, that's like, the biggest fear is that now, apparently, outside of the conspiracy theories, like yeah. since Jeffrey Epstein has been taken down. Yeah. And have, did you watch the documentary, no. by the way? No, and is he to do with trafficking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's... Go watch it. It's yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah, I bet. Um, but it's not great. Uh, but he uh, committed suicide when he was finally arrested in right. jail. It should have been virtually impossible for him to commit suicide while he was arrested. So there's a whole conspiracy of, like he wasn't he didn't commit suicide. Exactly. They right. killed him. The elitists killed him right. before he because he agreed uh, to the U.S. Senate that he would uncover the entire sex ring ah. and talk about who was involved. Right. There's evidence of him being like best friends with Bill Clinton, you know, Donald Trump, Bush, Iraq. Right. All of these, like, like also big actors as well. Like, right. I think, uh, like Tom, uh, Tom Hanks. Right. Like all these, like big people. I think I just name dropped. I very well could have name dropped the wrong people. So I don't want people to all of a sudden think that Tom Hanks is a child predator. 
But well, it's like uh, yeah, people I'm, who would never think. Right. They were like really close friends with Jeffrey Epstein and would go back and forth to his sex island with like kids. It's not great. It's not fun. It, I, it's but we disgusting. don't know that's a fact. Well, Jeffrey Epstein was charged and convicted for it. Yes. And these people were highly affiliated with him, with like taking pictures on his private jet flying to the same island. So like, no, but like, mm. maybe. There's like, there's a level of realism that we, I think we have to acknowledge that there's a lot of hanky-panky. I don't think there's as much hanky-panky to say that Pizzagate is a real thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's all, it, all of these disgusting elite ruling the world, that kind of centered is, is the foundation of the Illuminati. And that's their society that they call themselves. And that's how they're going to run the world and do whatever the hell they want. Mm, and yeah. just feast on young children because they're lizard people. Anyways, I'm going to go home and cry now and just hug, hug our loved ones. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't. Anyway. Uh, so the, <laughs> the Salem witch trials. <laughs> now for a positive note. It's really not. The burning and massacring of young women in the 1600s. Not burning. Um, no? I'll get there. Oh, he'll get there. Uh, okay, so. Why did I get excited? I, I don't know. Don't be excited about this at I'm all. Not. I mean, excited in that it's, excited not in a positive. Excited isn't a positive word. Excited is like I am, you know. Enthralled. Engaged. Engaged. But you can be engaged Enticed. about something that's negative. You know what I mean? So, uh, but you shouldn't be excited by something that's negative. Excitement is definitely a positive connotation. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, 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 an actual coping me- mechanism for exi- anxiety and fear is to tell yourself that you're excited. Really? Because excitement and anxiety share almost all of the same characteristics. Right. That's why I was thinking excitement wasn't necessarily positive. Because like, you could somebody who is like, excited but is, like, is anxious... Yeah, but, like, if you, like, so, obviously, I'm not good at flying. Right. Something that someone told me is that when I'm sitting down in a plane and I'm starting to lose my marbles, right. to take it as excitement to tell them, oh, I'm oh. excited, this is super exciting, I'm right. having lots of fun. Trick your mind. And to try to trick your mind, because right. all of the physiological traits are shared with anxiety. Right. It's the fight or flight. Interesting. It is. Okay, so, you have been accused of a crime you did not commit. It's impossible to prove you're innocent. If you insist you're innocent, you'll likely be found guilty and executed. But if you confess, apologize, and implicate other people, you'll likely go free. Do you give a false confession or risk a public hanging? This, this I'm not actually asking you. Okay, I was a little bit. Scared. This is the choice of anyone accused of witchcraft in a little village called Salem, Massachusetts, from February 1692 to May 1693. Wow, it's a very small window. Very small window. And also, a really good opening. Am I right? I thought my opening was great until I had to repeat it. Sorry. I, <laughs> I should have made you repeat it because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar. Whatever I think Salem, like just the town of Salem or the, anything Salem. The cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No, but funny. Oh. I hear Bette Midler's voice saying, Hello, Salem. My name's Winifred. What's yours? Name that movie. Oh, uh, Halloween... Um... Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Halloween night. <laughs> the best Halloween movie of all time. Great movie. No question. Her singing I Put a Spell on You in that movie is one of the best things. That arrangement of that song in that movie is so good. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So long, you're wretched in lives. I remember finding Sarah Jessica Parker very attractive in that movie until I realized it was Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. She's married to Matthew Broderick, okay? She is. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Such a weird pairing. Anyway. 
He killed somebody. Um, what? You didn't know this? Oh, do you I or something? Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Oh, God. Okay, so if your history is decent, meaning that you've watched Hamilton on Disney Plus a couple times this week, you'll know that they don't wrap any dates from the 1600s. No. Nope. So it's always 17. <laughs> 17. So meaning that all of this predates the battles separating the U.S. from the British yep. and forming their own country. So at this point, everything is a colony of England. So when yep. I say Salem, Massachusetts, I don't mean the state. I mean the colony of the Bay of Massachusetts. Sure. Okay. Salem was a super popular spot Ooh. because it was one of the best ports around. You ports? couldn't beat it. Ports, yeah. Okay. You couldn't beat it. All the ships wanted to dock in Salem. It was, it was huge. It's huge. Salem was huge. Great, great ports. Great ports. The best ports. The best port <laughs> in the late 1600s new england we're gonna have to delete this whole episode in the late 1600s new england was going through a lot first settled by radical religious folks who wanted to build a bible-based society which immediately think of those people out on the trans highway next to gander <laughs> you know when you're driving past gander you see that church with that yeah. like white guy it's like why burn i'm like you shouldn't be allowed to have that there nope Every time I drive by, I, whoever's in the car with me, I'm sure it's like this again. But I just get, I'm like, if I put up a, a building, yep. put a sign on it and said, God sucks, he's not real, you're all idiots, it would be taken down in a week or less. But they can have up a sign saying, why burn? Come to this church, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes, freedom of speech, but not that. Yeah. That's terrifying and horrible. That is terrifying and horrible. Um, so anyway, a bunch of stuff happens. New governors come in. They're ousted. Great word. I love the word ousted. Ousted. Uh, th- and this comes from the reign of William and Mary. Who? William and Mary. William and Mary? Yep. They are a king and queen who co-rule. They seem so wholesome. Don't they? Like they just do everything <laughs> together. So it's like, you know, normally like Queen Elizabeth, she's queen. Yeah. Her husband is Prince... Um, Philip. Sure. He's only a prince because he descended from like German whatever. Yeah. But like he doesn't get to be king because she's queen. No. But King um, William and Queen Mary were both. They share it. They descended down in the ways where one could be king and one could be queen. Are and they, they brother and sister? No, no, no. Okay, from good. different families. Lovely. But they were like, let's do this together. I really how, want, I want inclusive. to build, build this Listen, life with you. Why burn? <laughs> why don't you just rule together? <laughs> so yeah, they co-ruled. And they put in charge Thomas Danforth, who was a Puritan. Okay. Which you can imagine is pretty conservative. Pure is in the name. Thanks. And that's who ran Salem, the Puritans. Mm. Puritans' belief, summarized in a sentence, God has formed a unique agreement with just them, and that they were meant to live by the scriptures and reform the Anglican church. So like they were religious, but they were like outgodding the religious people. Yeah. Right? They were like, hey, you super religious person, here's what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Like, just cool it, Puritans. So this new charter goes through for the enlarged province of Massachusetts Bay in 1691. And the guy to get this done was named Increase Mather. No. Increase was his first name. Matter? Mather. Oh. Like Marshall Mathers. Sure. But without the S. But his first name was Increase. That's the thing I was drawing you from. Um, a powerful Puritan clergyman in the area mm. and president of Harvard for almost two decades. Oh. He had published a book on witchcraft like eight years before this. His son published a book like two years before this. And this is the guy who claims to have picked all of the men to be included in the new government laid out by this charter. So that's what's going on in the larger Massachusetts region. Great. His best friend is the governor. 
scale this down to the town of Salem and the adjacent Salem Village, two separate entities. Sure. And it's full. It's like St. John's Mount Pearl. <laughs> and it's like full-on Puritan Sure, and surrounding areas. Exactly. So the village was known for its fractious population, which I had to look up. Fractious? Do you know what that means? Small? I had to look it up. It's a word typically used to describe children who are irritable. So it's just a word that means like irritable, whatever, but it's typically used for children. F-R-A-C-T-I-O-U-S? Correct. Uh, Loads of internal disputes over like like petty stuff, property Uh, lines, grazing rights, church privileges. Mm. Even towns nearby were like the buyers from Salem are cracked and contrary. Yeah. Like just like the town itself was like just all annoying people. Yeah. In They're just all just a city of Karens. Yep. <laughs> in 1672, and this is relevant, I swear, the villages decide to hire their own minister, apart from the one in Salem Town. So Salem Town typically had the minister that goes to Salem Village. Yep. But they're like, we're going to hire our own. The first two only stayed for a few years because the congregation wouldn't even pay them their full rate. Great. The second one was later arrested at the height of witchcraft hysteria and hanged in August of 1692. The height of it? Yep. Great, but we'll get there. The third guy who they hire is Samuel Paris, and he is a key player. Like, if we were talking like Hamlet, he's Hamlet. Okay. The parish in the area disagrees with ordaining him, but the village says, F*** it. We're hiring him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We're cursing on this podcast anyway. They raise the money themselves. And grant him the deed and give him two acres of land. Two. Yep. Which is that's a fair bit of land. Yes. Why burn? Which goes directly against the rules between the village and the town. They're not allowed to do that. Sure. So what does Reverend Paris do? Mm. He starts going around the congregation and pointing the finger at anyone who has committed the smallest infractions against the Bible. Of course. And making them suffer public penance. So we're talking like the most godly god people. And he's like, nope, your hymn book was open to the wrong page. Walk down the street, I'm throwing tomatoes at your face. Like, not literally, like, but shame. like... Shame, shame, shame. Like, yeah, like yeah, from, God like of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Like, god of War. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking like the religious people who like just did something slightly wrong. He's like, nope, you weren't perfect. Mm. So historian Marion Starkley says that given the tension already in the village, Reverend Paris pushed it so far that serious conflict may have been inevitable. When we're talking serious conflict. We're talking witch hunts. Witch hunts. Not to mention, 1692 was one of the coldest winters on, winters on record. Of course it was. So the buys were drove in numerous ways. Yes. Not only did everything Snowmageddon. suck, and it's snowmageddon and yeah. freezing. They're like, we can't get a break. This is literally the story of Newfoundland. Yeah. So the ball really starts rolling in February of 1692. Betty Paris, age nine, and her cousin, Abigail Williams, age 11, the daughter and niece of Reverend Samuel Paris mm. began to have fits described as beyond the power of epileptic fits or natural disease. The girls Wait, beyond epileptic? Beyond. Was epilepsy a, a known thing in the 1600s? Apparently. This is what the doctor said. Wow. Uh, the girls screamed, threw things about the room, uttered strange sounds, crawled under furniture, and contorted themselves in peculiar positions. Now, I don't know if you've been around children much, 16th century Puritans, but that just sounds like regular kids. They screamed through things and crawl under furniture. I'm like, they're having a time. The contorted themselves is... Contorted is, themselves is a little bit weird. That's a little bit like yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Like walking down the stairs upside down. With yeah, and I think they were like, they just like were uncontrollable and fits. So yeah. Yeah. But, that's yeah. also just like one simple word that changes the entire meaning of that entire phrase. 
Contorted? Contorted. Yeah. If you just said they jumped around the furniture and had... Like they're having a slumber party and they're on a sugar rush. No, they contorted their bodies. They're like... uh... They were examined by a physician and ruled to have nothing wrong with them but to be under an evil hand. Of course. Puritans believed that the devil wreaked havoc in the world through human agents, otherwise known as witches, who would affect nature, conjure apparitions, and torment children. Great. So as news of Betty and Abigail swept through the village, the symptoms appeared to spread. So now all of a sudden we've got 12 afflicted girls contorting their bodies, having fits, and complaining about prickling skin. Contorting. Four of the girls, including old Betty and Abby, Mm. accused three local women of tormenting them. On February 29th, leap year. Don't know if that's possible, if that's like relevant, but might be. Uh, it must be. Leap year. Yep. Uh, authorities Rainhold. arrest Sarah Good, a poor pregnant mother of a young daughter. Oh, no. Sarah Osborne, who hadn't gone to church in a while and was suing the family of one of the accusers. Right. And Tituba, an enslaved South American Indian woman. All of these women were outcasts, ideal for witchcraft accusations because no one else would defend them. They only could defend themselves. Uh. Tichuba was the first woman to be accused of practicing witchcraft during the 1962 Salem Witch Trials. And who was she enslaved by? None other but Reverend Samuel Paris, the father of Betty, who was the girl who accused Tichuba in the first place. Great. When first accused, Tichuba denied any involvement in witchcraft, but later confessed to making a witch cake. Don't know what that is. Only after being beaten by Samuel Paris with the intent of getting a confession. This confession mixed so many various pers- uh, perspectives on witchcraft held by Puritans that it confused many who heard it. Because they're like, hang on, here's all the different things we know about witchcraft. You're putting them all together. And so she just doubled down. She doubled down. However, mm. in later years, Tichuba confirmed that Paris had beaten a confession out of her and then coached her in what to say and how to say it. Oh. Which is why, because people were so confused with what she said, all these different things they thought about witches, like all these weird sort of myths and folklore coming together they're like this is weird all these it just adds up too nicely yeah it's like oh these are all the things that Puritan believe about witches and she said them all perfectly yeah it's like he was like here's the witch things say all these things yeah Um, but of course in her confession she had charged Good and Osborne with having forced her to do witchcraft Osborne and Good both maintained their innocence Osborne died in prison Good's husband turned against her in court Good's four-year-old daughter was imprisoned also being a witch Later gave testimony against her mother. Good gave birth to her second child in jail. The baby died, and she was hanged for witchcraft soon after. Oh, this is what we're dealing uh, with. My God, this is just the beginning. This Evan. is just this is the first three women. One society saw how you could basically accuse someone of witchcraft, and they'll even take a children's word as fact. It was an easy way to settle a feud with someone that you're having. That sentence didn't make sense. No, it made sense. Did it? The emphasis was, was on the weird word, but it made sense. Okay. As accusations kept mounting, many, like Tichuba, made false confessions to save themselves while accusing others. At one point, authorities told one witch that she would be hanged if she did not confess and freed if she did confess. Rather than investigate accusations to keep with the Puritan beliefs, they preferred that the accused confess, ask for forgiveness, and promise not to engage in more witchcraft. Because then it's like, oh, right, our religion is working. Yeah, like the the ultimate forgiven God, like that kind of thing. exactly. Rather than you deny it and we'll hang you. We'd rather you just say you are a witch and then we'll forgive you later. The court accepted all sorts of bullshit evidence, including spectral evidence in which the girls began raving when supposedly touched by invisible ghosts. That was okay in court as evidence. An invisible ghost touched me and I took a spasm. They're like, yep, that checks out. And let's not forget, this is a relatively small village. 
So who's on the jury during your trial? The well, you know, people. the relatives of the child who accused you. Uh, it became this huge pot of groupthink, which is one of my favorite words. Groupthink? Groupthink. Great word. Where the majority were so certain of their beliefs that if you opposed them at all, you were immediately denigrated by the town. Right? Like just the majority was like, nope, you're wrong. All of us agree you're wrong, so you're wrong. It didn't matter how high up you were. A judge presiding over some of the cases, Nathaniel Saltonstall, began— Saltonstall. Oh, yeah. He began to speak out against it and was then under suspicion of also being a witch. By the spring of 1693, over 100 people had been imprisoned. 14 women and 6 men had been executed. This is spring. This is like eight months later. Wow. 100 people are in prison. 14, men, uh, 14 women and 6 men have already been executed. By now, the accusations are spreading outside of Salem into neighboring communities, and even the most powerful figures were targets. So my question is, out of the, like, the 20 people that were killed, mm. did, did you do enough research to figure out whether or not they just said, I, I'm not a witch? I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. Um, yes. Or... Because if they said they weren't a witch... But even if they said they weren't a witch, like... They or, were killed. If they said they were a witch, they were forgiven. So why would anyone just... Like, why wouldn't they just double down and be like, oh, okay, you got me. Because I guess they're like, this is the most unjust thing that's ever happened. Yeah, but they're going to die. And obviously they've done it to the other hundred people. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Know. Yeah, I mean, yes. Um, some have hypo- hypothesized that the girls were suffering from hallucinations by a fungus from rye bread mm. gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, that's like why they were having those fits. Or a condition that caused swelling of the brain. But the reason for their behavior is still unknown. In total, over 150 people were convicted. 24 innocent people were executed. Wow. Although, in the context, in this context, the term witch is not gender specific, because like, typically we think like witch, warlock, wizard. witch, or wizard, or whatever. At this time, witch meant man or woman, didn't matter. Yeah. An overwhelming majority of people accused and convicted of witchcraft were women. 78% were women. The Puritan belief was that women were inherently sinful and more susceptible to damnation than men were. I hate that. It's so stupid. Throughout their daily lives, Puritans, especially Puritan women, actively attempted to thwart attempts by the devil to overtake them and their souls. Probably just crappy men. Like, yeah. Right? Like, like They're trying to, to th- like, right? seduce them or whatever. Like They're trying to thwart the devil of men. Yep. Um, Puritans held the belief that men and women were equal in the eyes of God, but not in the eyes of the devil. Women's souls were seen as unprotected in their weak and vulnerable bodies. Like, Mm. there are nine out of ten women who can kick my ass, I'll tell you that much. Um, Let alone their souls. Right? (laughs) Several factors may explain why women were more likely to admit guilt of witchcraft than men, which is why there were more men convicted. Sorry, more women convicted. Yeah. Historian Elizabeth Reese states that they likely believed they had truly given in to the devil, and others might have believed they had done so temporarily. Because as Puritans, they were basically brainwashed into thinking, well, like, if someone tells me I did something wrong, I must have done something I wrong. Must have done something right? Exactly. Which is just, it doesn't matter. Um, because those who confessed were reintegrated into society, some women might have confessed in order to spare their own lives, obviously, which yeah. you're saying, like, why didn't everybody? Yes. Some were just like, I'm not wrong. I'm. I'm a woman, and I'm right, and I'm not a witch. Uh, women who did not conform to the norms of Puritan society were more likely to be the target of an accusation. So especially those who were unmarried or did not have children. A, had no one to back them up. Right? No one's in your corner. Oh, that's disgusting. Of the 24 executed, five were men. 
They were not well-liked in the community, and they were the men who were outspoken against the witch trials, right? So anybody who stood up to anybody was like, nope, you're also a witch. There was literally an excuse for them to just weed out the people they didn't like. Yep. Uh, contrary to popular belief, this is what you said earlier, contrary to popular belief, none of these witches were burned at the stake. Oh. That's a common misconception because in the 1500s in England and in Europe, the whole witch hunts that were happening was a lot of burning at the stake or hangings, and then they would burn the bodies to get rid of the yeah. magic or whatever. Um, on four execution dates, 19 people were hanged. In addition, 71-year-old Giles Corey died by pressing for, accuse, uh, for refusing to enter an innocent or guilty plea. Do you know what pressing means? I don't want to. I, I want to know. They basically lay like a big rectangular piece of wood on you and then just keep putting rocks on it. It's horrible. This episode is dark. Um, four more convicted died oh, in the unbearable... He was 71, Evan. Yep. 71. And he was just like, these people aren't witches. And they were like, you're a witch. Get under this board. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? I oh, know. It's horrible. I'm actually really But you know upset. what? Uh, here's the thing. 70... No. We're not no, laughing here's at thing. people. Here's oh, the thing. yes. Okay, yes. So, yes. like, one of my favorite podcasts is My Favorite Murder. Yes. Where... Karen and Georgia, every episode are talking about brutal murders, child murders, like horrible, horrible humans. But it's a comedy podcast. And whenever they have a live podcast or a live episode, they're like, anybody who came with a friend and doesn't know what the podcast is, like, we're just going to say now, like, we are going to laugh. Like, this is a comedy podcast. We're not laughing at victims. No. At all. No. Right? It's really important to state that, like, we're not laughing at the things that are gruesome and horrible. We are just... We are people who are fascinated by the macabre and fascinated by these people who can be so sadistic and horrible because yeah. it is fascinating. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, to, I mean, not to everybody, but like, I find it fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we're not laughing at anyone's misfortune. We're saying these people are absolute garbage. Human. But, human, human trash. Yes, but because we like these topics so much, in order to, to not go into a dark depression, yeah. we make light of certain things. In, in order to get there, to have the discussion, right. there has to be a level of... Exactly. Yeah. But that that sucked. That sucked. I didn't like that. No. no. So for years following, here's a, a little bit of light in it. Family members and supporters worked to establish the innocence of the individuals who were convicted and gain compensation. Um, and some did. In 2001, years after the 300th anniversary, because the 300th anniversary would have been 92... Yep. So 2001, the Massachusetts legislature finally passed an act exonerating all who had been convicted and naming each innocent victim oh. after three over 300 years. Why did it take so long? Exactly. Uh, and here's a perfect quote. There was like a good little, like, it was like a TED Talk X video I yeah, watched yeah. on YouTube. Cool. And the quote at the end, which I thought was perfect, and I will sum up with it. Today, the Salem witch trials remain a cautionary tale of the dangers of groupthink and scapegoating and the power of fear to manipulate human perception. Yep. Right? Hashtag the Illuminati. Yes! There's so much, there's so much, uh, so much um, intertwined. Intertwined in this episode. But it's all about the human. The the uh, the elite. Well, no, no, no. It's about the human condition. Yeah, it's about people who are trying to manipulate, control, and mm-hmm. dominate. Yeah, but also do so through fear and scapegoating, and how easy it is to do under a mob mentality. Yeah, and just manipulating people who aren't quite as bright. Yeah, exactly. I got to tell you, it's dark stuff, buddy. Super dark. But like, super interesting. Very fascinating. Very fascinating. I do have a question. Yep. So like, 
the Spanish Inquisition, obviously, you also said something about the 1500s of the burning of like another witch trial. I th- right? Yeah, just like there were, there were instances like similar to this, I think. Yeah. This was the worst, I think, in North America, which is why it's so famous. Yeah. But there were instances of like witches, blah, 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 witch There's, hunts in the in the Europe in the 1500s. So historically, anywhere between, I don't know, 1400 to at least 17, 1800, there have been like numerous of these like mass slaughter in the name of like the holy name and witchcraft yeah. and stuff like that. There have been many yeah. of those. And like... I was expecting hundreds of deaths of the Salem witch trial. Like, but here's the thing: like, why is, is Salem it because, is a small village? Is it because it was such a concentrated episode of like thirty odd people, but within like six months? Well, here's the thing: I thought I wrote it down, but clearly I didn't. The reason that this all stopped. Oh yeah, I skipped over this. Um. The governor of Massachusetts at the time, his wife was accused of being a witch. Uh, Immediately, he, he just, suspended everything. He uh, all the sentences were amended, prisoners were released, and arrests stopped. That's all that had to happen. Yep, an elitist, a lizard. Yeah, a lizard kind. Like my wife's not a be- witch. She might be a lizard, but she's not a witch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah. That's that's dark. It's real dark. Um, what was your question again? Did I just answer it? I don't even know if it, did I. I just wondering why I didn't. I didn't actually ask it. My oh. question was like, why does that one like jump out at you? Like, if you say, why does Salem with trials? Yeah, it did just become a kind of like. I th- I think it is one of the largest. I think that's why. In terms of quantity, yeah, that's so strange because I would have been like, oh, only thirty people, but like thirty people is a lot of people. But like, when my, you're talking innocent people, yeah, you know, yeah. yes, I understand. But like, for whatever reason, I thought that like the killing and the accusation, right, of witches, yes. women being falsely accused, yes. were in the hundreds, if not thousands, over those couple of times, and the Salem witch trials like spanned over like ten years, right, and it was centered in this like. That they would bring these accused witches to Salem, or like, and that, right, 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 like right. it was just, or like yeah. Salem was the hub of every witch, right? And they just went in and just massacred them all. Like it was right. a little bit of a bigger right. episode. Yeah, I not, think and the, I'm not trying to belittle that. No, no, it's no. Just no. Like, your your perception of it was different. Yeah, yeah. I think the reason that it, it like is a huge thing, and people are like it's it's the Salem witch trials. I think it's because it's a small town like it's a village right so the population is so small that and also probably the audacity of like the second somebody realized oh i can resolve all of my disputes i can just get rid of this person just by saying that yeah it was like this whole like cult mentality started to happen yeah like their eight-year-old daughter starts bouncing off the walls they're like honey just contort a little bit and we can blame betty across the street and get rid of her altogether absolutely that is shocking to me yeah so I guess I guess the magnitude of it is still there. Yeah. I just for in my head I was expecting it to be a little bit bigger just because I didn't know. Right. Um, but man, that's some crazy stuff. It's real crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just like there's a there's a very um palpable silence that is like feels necessary. But also I, I hate myself for saying this. I'm not gonna say anything bad, but like why is it that the seven year one year old man who got planked or what is it pressed? Mm. Like, why did that hit me? Like more so than I think because of the whole pressed. And you're thinking like an I mean, el- hanging an elder- someone I'm- is no better. 
No, exactly. But I find I I think the idea of being pressed is would be way more torturous. Yeah, the th- I think the thing of hanging is we've also be- we've almost become um, desensitized desensitized to hanging because it's in movies, it's in this. It's a very popular execution practice that we just go like, hanging, yeah, okay, another hanging. Yeah. We've never experienced it, obviously, obviously. But like, whenever you think anything from you know eighteen hundreds yeah. earlier, yeah. you think, oh, hanging, another hanging. Pressed, you're like, what is what is pressed? Pressed. It doesn't sound nice. It doesn't sound nice. I think that's the only reason that you're like, oh, that sounds worse. No, but even if you called it like a happy smiley death, and you then you told me what it was, I'd yeah. be like, that is not a happy smiley. Like, do you know no. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And also, he's seventy one. Yeah. There's something about the extremes of age where you, yeah. you just have a warm spot. I don't know. I know, which is almost, but it's almost worse because like some of the women who were hanged were like early twenties. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I, yeah. That's why I had this moment of like, it sucks that I feel this way. Why do I feel this way? Right. When seventy eight percent of them of women live like that's like that is just as bad. Yeah. Or worse. Way worse than Way the one seventy-one year old man. Oh yes, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not talking. I'm not trying to quantify yeah, yeah, life yeah. over life, but I'm just yeah. trying to say, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the pressed, the pressed does hit hard. Yeah, yeah, and good. and also it hits hard. Just be like, he was just trying to do good. Like yeah. he was just trying to be like, I'm standing up for these poor women, and they're like, Yeah, you're a witch. We're gonna press you with some rocks now. It's- Why couldn't they just hang him? Yeah. It's a form of torture, I guess. It it would be the most torturous. Yeah, it would be slow, and the cause of death would, would be atrocious. Yeah, it would. I'm not going to get into it because no. this is yeah. a comedy podcast. But I know exactly how they would die. Yeah, because I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a medical professional. Oh, you got some <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Anyway, go well, sleep on all that. There we go. Episode 12, folks. Have fun with that, I guess. Maybe. We just finished a bottle of Splain and Wine. Yes, we did. <laughs> I don't want to even plug it anymore. We're not plugging it. No, I don't even want to talk about Jeff it Jeff and I, because the theater has closed and I have no work, I'm like, Jeff, I need to drink wine, but I need to do it as cheaply as possible. You- and I said, hey, Evan... I'm an alcoholic. I can <laughs> I can brew wine. I can brew wine. Yeah, so I've been brewing wine for the last couple of years. Um, and, and we just brewed a batch together, our first batch. Yep. And uh, we thought, wouldn't it be fun to like print off some Splainin' logos, the yep. Kyle McDavid Splainin' logo? And we did. Mm-hmm. And um, by Slapped now, it onto some of these by now you might have seen pictures. Yeah, by, by the time you we see We haven't posted this, them yet, but we will have in the timeline of before this podcast gets posted. Yes, exactly. Um, we intend on on putting it out yeah. there, so hopefully you'll see and you know exactly what we're talking about. But we just crushed a bottle of that. Well, we made the joke last week about the merch, but that I, wasn't a joke. You may have you might have not known it was a joke at the time. It was totally a joke. I I was delighted. Went upstairs to Tiffany. I was like, Yeah, I made this joke at the end about <laughs> like merch, and Jeff went along with it perfectly, like as if we had planned it. I was like, yeah. I was just like bullshitting, and was like, I'm not ready to stop talking yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's Evan. That's Evan. I'm not ready to stop talking yet. Well, yeah, uh, it's a, sh- a short story by Evan, a long story by Evan. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, you went right with me, and I was like, "This is great. This is funny." And then the conversation started happening around merch. Exactly. So uh, we don't have full details in terms of who's what? We have no details. Okay, Evan, I'm just trying to spruce it up a little bit. Okay, just okay. stop, stop belittling me. Sure. Okay, in front of our audience. Yep. Okay, buddy, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. What did we say before we started? Um, that we wouldn't build little Jeff, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no prisoners. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we are actually uh, considering it. We're thinking about it. We have some. We're not considering it. 
We're doing t-shirts and mugs. We have considered it, and it's happening. We have some t-shirts, and we have some mugs coming. <laughs> it is super exciting. It's very exciting. Details, decals, and options are going to be available. Um, if you're interested, uh, let us know. Tell us what you want. Uh, Don't tell us what you want. No, no, no. T-shirts or mugs? No, no. Give us suggestions because right now we are going through. No, right now we have we have like three or four different designs made up on what's going to be on the shirt and or and or mug. So we just want to get an idea from you if you have any ideas, if you want to put any input before we start printing some stuff out and put it out there. So let us know what you think. As always, in the meantime, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you give us a like and comment. Let let us know what you think about it. Um, And please, 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 please. Uh, rate us and give us reviews on wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple uh, Podcast. Um, you still can't do it through uh, Spotify, but Anchor, you can do it there as well. So please, 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 shout from the hills. Let us know what you think. Yes. What do I say now? <laughs> I knew it. I knew you forgot. Um, there are no thank yous to thank, I don't think. Uh, you know what? Actually, no, yes, there is. There's a new thank you. Um, Jeff's other, Catherine, has taken on the role of social media consultant. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or, or manager, if you will. And, yeah. And she is really good. And I was saying this to Tiffany the other day because... Uh, yeah. It, oh, what? I was going to say, I do some stuff, too. Oh, no, you do. And so do I. Like, But typically, you do Instagram, I do Facebook. Yeah. And that was the thing we started for a while. But then Catherine was like, you guys aren't posting enough, you guys aren't doing enough, and we're like, well, then you do it then. Yeah, you go And she did, and she's great. And my number one fear in other, because the only thing I would try and do, I wouldn't post that much, and like, sure, sometimes it probably wasn't even great, but my goal was always, any post I made, I wanted there to be something funny in it. Yeah. Because that's the podcast. The podcast is meant to be comedic. And we're freaking hilarious. And we're just knocking them out of the park. (laughs) But I was like, I hope when Catherine takes it over, I like I just want her to do it, but I, I hope it's still funny. Like that's yeah. And she is killing it. Crushing Every it. time I see a post, like she'll normally send us a text and be like, is this okay? And I'm like, yeah. But sometimes she'll just make one and I won't have known. And yeah. I'll look at the Instagram story, I'm like, and I'll laugh out loud. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Catherine, girl. Ten out of ten. Take it. It's yours. Crushing it. Crushing it. So thank it. you, Keep Summers. It Keep it up. Yeah. Um, if you have a topic you want to hear, um, if you have a correction. We got a actually we got a great um, article sent to us today by yeah. um, Jill Benoit, um, who said uh, it's an article about black holes. Yeah, there's new. I, I skimmed it because I want it to be a thing later. Like I didn't want to read too much into it. Yeah, but it's something to do with black science. holes. We'll just leave it as that. Black there's, holes. There's black holes. There's new evidence. In. There's new stuff with black holes. Yeah. So we're gonna get to that, and maybe there's new evidence with other things we've covered. Yeah. So please go through all of our stuff and pick point it and fine tooth comb it. Fine tooth comment. Um, so yeah, so thank you for that. Send us messages. Send us anything. We don't care. Info.splanet at gmail.com. Woo! We hope you learned something this week. And if you didn't, there's always next week. Don't want to do the back and forth? Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My daddy taught me good. I'm back under the hell out of there. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> then I think that I should stop, but I don't. My daddy taught me good. The 2000s were such a better time. Yeah.